Welcome back. <laughs> Indeed, it's good to see you, James. It's good to see you too, IJ. How you been? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, yeah, no, I had a pretty busy week. Actually, this week I had a lot of, I have a lot to share. Um, first off, it was a good week. I, I, I did a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, personal bests in terms of the gym. I, I ran 10 kilometers under 50 minutes, no, yeah, under an hour. And then I ran, today I ran seven kilometers under 40 minutes. So just go, baby. getting my <laughs> PBs up. Also, um, I tried implementing uh, a new, I guess, uh, a routine before I go to bed because normally when I wind down, I'm on my phone and I was just reading a couple of articles how actually doing that is really unhelpful. Um, you know, whether it be the screen time affecting your eyes um, and, and keeping you awake and also the content that you consume can leave people mm -hmm. generally anxious or more stressed out rather than wind down mm -hmm. uh, because of, you know, um, when you expose yourself to different feeds and different things, you, you tend to like see something really, you know, distressing, whether it be, you know, war, war, like something happening like Ukraine, for example, or you, then you see a happy puppy and then you'll see starving children in Africa. And there's just a lot of emotional up and downs when you um, consume social media. And so, yeah, Agreed. so I just thought that, oh, this makes me stress rather than relax. So I started doing this thing called reading. Whoa. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> I can read. Surprising, I know. But yeah, I, I just started reading a book called race to win or and anyway it's a christian book and um no i just found it helpful and it, it did help me wind down actually interestingly enough i had my fitbit obviously i monitor my sleep through fitbit and ever since i started implementing reading before i sleep my deep sleep has increased so i've normally in a six or seven hour period of sleep i'll get like 40 minutes of deep sleep yeah. but now it's raised up to an hour an hour and a bit so that's big for me so just uh, food for thought, guys. Reading before you sleep. Who knew reading makes people see? Actually, yeah, it does make people see. But yes. Yeah. But how's your week? Sorry, enough about me. <laughs> well, yeah, same old, same old. Just uh, business as usual. That's right. Other than that, the only memorable thing for me, for this week was our All Star game. Oh uh, yeah. And as, and as usual, we lost. Uh, <laughs> it was your last one. I was there. I was there, oh, yeah, and thanks, I watched you. Thanks for coming out. No problem. No problem. Um, nah. Co-host duties. <laughs> Shout out to the OFC Aztec team. Hey, you guys fought hard though. Fought hard in that. It, it, I felt like it was pretty close. It wasn't like. Yeah, it was. It was too we, bad. We we, uh, we played very well. We played very well, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll win next season. We'll mm. win next season. Mm, sounds good. Sounds good. I'll be supporting y'all. But for those who have tuned in, uh, you are listening to the King's Army Podcast, and we'll be right back after this intro. the man who's going to be sitting on this seat i wonder who well uh yeah oh, we had a lot of great impressions of him um 
Yeah, it would be interesting to hear when he comes in uh, what his thoughts are on the impressions. But before then, would you please welcome the Mr. Gentleman himself, my friend, my teammate, my brother, John Lee. <laughs> please join the podcast arena. <laughs> Hello, hello. Like Good that. having you. Join the podcast arena. Ooh. It's it's almost like a um like a coliseum because it's yeah, kind of a I, I, as well. I, so. I feel like as of, as you can see, people who are joining us on YouTube, we have another setup that we're trialing, and I feel like this is the best setup that we've <laughs> we've had. So uh, I'm really enjoying this. But yes, thank you for joining us. No worries. Shout welcome, out welcome. Aussie tag team, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, this is John. Let's get to know John. Let's break the. Let's break the ice. Amazing. <laughs> Question one: If you had to choose between losing an arm or leg, which limb would you lose? Ooh. Hmm. I would say an arm. I think. There are mm. more things. I think. I think I could do a lot of things um, with one arm. No, you can't. But not a lot of things with one leg. So, what do you use your legs for? Walking, running. That's it. Playing sports. But I reckon you can, as a person who likes playing sports, like I reckon there's a lot more sports you can play with one arm than one leg. I disagree. What, what what would you do like if you had to lose an arm or a leg? Uh yeah, I think I would I would lose an arm. Really? Over a leg. Why? What about you? It's just that there's so many things you do with your hands. Like so much like subtle details like tying shoelaces. Mm. Yeah, you just get hey, velcro. Hey, how are you going to shampoo like How you going to shampoo? Get get one of the pumps. Get one of the oh. pumps and then <laughs> like you can't like you can't chop you, you can. Uh, so many, there's so many like different <laughs> things you your do with your hands. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, you I, thought about this a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. Question two: mm. What dish are you exceptionally good at cooking? Ooh, I want to hear Ooh. this. So, um, some of my friends have eaten this. <laughs> it's it's a it's a summer delicacy, and it's not much. It's not much at all, but it tastes amazing. I I saw it. Um. When I was watching a Korean TV show, they were oh. um, teaching me how to make this. So pretty much what the ingredients are is um, there's this um, instant ramen called pibimyeon. Yeah. It's blue packet mm. and it's um, spicy sauce, um, dry noodles pretty much. And you mix that with, um, there's something called nengmyeon yuksu, which is um, the, the broth that you use for, um, what's nengmyeon in? English. Cold noodles. Cold cold noodles, yeah. Cold so noodles. I, I mix the two together and then it becomes Pibim Nengmyeon. Pibim Nengmyeon. Yeah. Bul which is um just a broth version of the spicy oh, noodles. That sounds good. Yeah. It, oh, it's so good. <laughs> Wait, so if it's cold, you don't cook it? Oh, we have to cook it. Oh, oh so no, no, do. no, yes. Well, there is cooking involved. Okay. Because I guess you're um, cooking the noodles. Right, right, right. <laughs> but it's served. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. that sounds good. Yeah. Love it at summer. Okay. Yeah. 
when are you gonna make me this dish <laughs> whenever in the summer probably. in the, su- in the, in the summer. summer in the summer i look forward to summer. it <laughs> righty then question three this one i'm very interested about what is your post oztag game routine so after you've gave it your all gave it your all in an oztag game yeah come back home mm. what's your routine like oh i go straight into the toilet <laughs> and um go chuck a dump <laughs> 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 and, then, and then shower and in the shower i reflect on the game uh, yeah, shower I, i'm you know the you know there's some types where the type of person who goes into the shower and yeah. reflects on their whole life yeah yeah yeah, yeah i'm one of those yeah wow. so if it's a shower bad game, reflector if it's, it's a bad game then i'm reflecting oh uh, by the way, you guys are on the same Oztag team. Yes. Have we clarified that? Shout out, shout out OFC, Oztag yeah. team. Shout out OFC. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you play and I was impressive, dude. Oh, I saw no. your like little dummies and something like, oh, damn, no, no. what an athlete. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm very unfit. If you yeah. see John in an Oztag game, even the crowd themselves will not fall for his dummies. <laughs> his dummies like fool no one. Absolutely. I can, you can, there's a, it's a thick, there's a not, not even a thin line. It's a thick line between him just passing a ball and dummy. It's just, it just looks so, so fake. Like, right, well, it fooled me. I thought it was a breath. <laughs> nice. I was like, there wow, that seems good. There you go. But then again, I am, <laughs> I am a novice when it comes to these kind of things. Uh, well, that, okay. Mm. Good teammate though. Um, question four. What is a Bible verse or book that God has been speaking through to you mm. recently? Mm. I think uh, this is, for me, th- this has been always the, the book that always God has reminded me time and time again with, and it's Psalms. It's Ooh. Psalms 4610, okay. to be exact. And it's uh, the verse goes, be still and know that I am God. And I think for me personally, as a person who, um, yeah, does things a lot of the time, because of responsibility and obligation, mm. um, sometimes because try to try to tries to do things in my own strength a lot of the time as well. I think this verse is something that, yeah, really uh, sticks with me, and God reminds me time and time again to, yeah, just let go of it mm. and just be in awe of Him, mm. uh, rather than trying to just do, do, and do. Yeah, mm. yeah. Be still. Be still. Mm. It's a challenge, <coughs> but there's wisdom in that. Yeah. Yeah. Big challenge. Does that mean like your favorite worship song is um still a Be hill song? Still. Not that one. Which one? How does it go? When the ocean dries up Are we gonna get copyrighted for this? <laughs> <laughs> it's just <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's not my favorite song, right. but that that's a great, great song. Solid song. How how about you, IJ? What's a what's been a Bible verse or chapter? Or yeah, so um, I've been like during my runs, I, I listen to a lot of sermons and stuff. Oh. And um, one of the sermons I was listening to mention this passage. Uh, it's from oh, this Bible verse uh, from Ecclesiastes three eleven, which is, "He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart, and yet no one can fathom uh, what God has done." from beginning to end. So yeah, I just found that really impactful. But well, firstly, you know, the context, a bit of context, like, yeah, he has made everything beautiful in its time and that previously 
in the passage. It was just contrasting different things, different seasons of life. Mm. Um, you know, there's joy and sadness and this and that. Um, and so these two opposing ideas where, yeah, you'll experience both extremes. But um, either way, um, you know, I think the poignant part of the verse is he has also set eternity in the human heart that like our heart like in the end what we hope for regardless of what we go through here on earth is eternity yeah. with god and so i just found that really helpful to put my heart posture back toward god yeah. in that like yeah it's just like my perspective isn't so much on you know my problems or my situations and you know like you said trying to be still before god mm. and not trying to solve things oh. and, and trying to not trying to lean on our own understandings but rather um, yeah, trust in God, but also know that, yeah, we're not meant for this world. Mm. We're not meant for here. So, yeah, it was just, that was the thing that stuck out to me this week, at least. Temporary, mm -hmm. yeah, temporary. Mm -hmm. That's well, actually, yeah, well, I was going to say something else, but yeah, like, just on that, I've been thinking about this a lot lately as well, about like, yeah, it's having an eternal perspective on our life as well, because I feel like I often forget that this life is temporary. Mm. For sure. It's mm. so much easier to grasp that this life is, is like will be longer than I think it is, when mm. in fact it is shorter than we mm. it really is. Because in comparison to eternity, yeah. it's just a short period in life. Mm -hmm. Th we're going to add something to that? We're going to say something? No, no, I'm just uh, agreeing with what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> so um, I'm trying to, yeah, like, just this eternal... Like, Kingdom perspective on yeah. everything, I think, is a good mindset shift that I really want to adopt into my life. Mm. Um, but yeah, continuing on, for me this week, I don't know why, but the th you know that verse, love your neighbor as much as you love yourself? It just keeps popping back into my mind mm. this week for some kind of reason. Mm. Um, and today, like, I don't know why, but like um you know it was a pretty it was pretty windy today or oh, it started to sprinkle a bit and um in our household our good brother db he does his laundry as well and it was outside and then that verse popped into my mind and usually like i wouldn't care if it's my brothers or any like, any of the housemates like um laundry outside and getting all the r rain or if the clothing have fallen off Mm. the um rails mm -mm. i'll just let it like let it be like oh yeah it's, it's for them to solve it's not my problem mm. but i put uh, that verse popped into my mind i'm like yeah imagine if this if, if this was my laundry how would mm. i react mm. so things like that it's been like the verse has been constantly popping back into my mind at work uh, wait so what did you do did you help him I just, I just, small thing, but I just brought it under the shelter. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, no, that's good. That's yeah, it. yeah. That's listening to the Holy Spirit, Amazing. dude. Amazing. <laughs> Listen to God the yeah. Lord and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's been me. That's been me in terms of the word. Mm. Very hard. Very hard. To love, <laughs> as in to love. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, right, right. The that's challenge to, yeah. to look beyond ourselves. For sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah. What's the next part of the second? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Bit, so you, rusty. Yeah, no, you completed the icebreaker challenge. Well done. You have broken the ice. He is now blessing you. Knighted into the king's army. Knighted into the king's army, apparently. Uh, but um, yeah, so 
as per usual. How do we know you? How do we know? How do we know you? Mm. Hmm. Hmm. What church do you go to? I go to One Family Church. Oh, that's yeah. right. In Granville. <laughs> In Granville. OFC. Mm. OFC. How, wait, how long have you been going to um, OFC, actually? Since I was born, pretty much, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So you're a legacy member. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you like to call it that, yeah. No, Pastor <laughs> Jacob used that terminology with me when you know we met up. He, he mentioned, oh, you can be a legacy member of Rome. I was like, what's that? And then. So people who have been at the church for a while, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> or have deep roots. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay, so mm. you've been there uh, ever since you were born, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. So your family went attended that church. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. My parents attended that church um, when they first came to Australia. Um, on my dad's side, um, mm. his sister was at this church, so that's how our parents got introduced to this church and been going ever since nice so yeah. do you have any siblings i have one little brother oh okay 13 year gap wow that's yeah. a big age gap yeah how old is he now he is nine he's in year three. Oh wow and he is definitely growing uh we bought uh um he had shoes new shoes like six months ago and he already outgrown them so we need to buy new shoes wow. again and so that's the rate at which he's growing right now. So that's crazy. You reckon he'll, crazy. he'll be bigger than you? For sure, for sure. I think he's he's already like nearly up to my shoulders. And wow, and he's nine. Wow. Yeah. What's his name? David. David. Okay. David Lee. David Lee. Mm. So okay, so you've been going. The whole family goes to church. Mm-hmm. Actually, I also know. Um, as usual, we also ask, "What was your first impressions?" Hmm. First impression. Well, what was your first impression of our brother James here? <laughs> Sounds like you guys have been through thick and thin in that, you know. You, yeah. you have Oztag church together, have yeah. I'm just extracurricular activities together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I don't remember exactly the first impression. It was probably like probably like, oh, that guy who is in the top right corner of the of the service with his, <laughs> with his hands in his pockets being all mysterious <laughs> and uh non-talkative <laughs> that's what i initially oh. thought probably i don't know I, but i think i guess uh, rather than first impressions the mo- like w- when i started to talk to him was mm. probably through inland i yeah, guess yeah inland missions oh, wow, um, yep. to Bruarina. um and then we got very close um each other and opened up i guess <laughs> nice. and yeah he was yeah he at first he was um i thought he was very like quiet mm. and very introverted but the what no way <laughs> <laughs> no way <laughs> and mysterious but and yeah. then and then after after inland like yeah he he start he's like best friends like you know oh. um mm. what do you call this again Putting his hat, his arms around, and like talking to me. And, oh, um, yeah, yeah, it, it's great. It it's was very great. chummy with you. Yeah, very chummy. Yeah, mm. yeah, it was great. No, that's great. That was um, my first impression. Okay. Okay, what was yours now? For me, well, I said last week, John is the type of man where you don't expect him to be this, but you're all that you expect. A man to be and <laughs> what does that mean and to chun's words he's known to be the gentleman oh the gentleman <laughs> um 
I remember, yeah, like, like, like John said, mm. I don't have a clear cut first impression of John, mm. but I do remember him being part of the media team. Um, Shout out to the media team. Shout out to the media <laughs> team. Doing, doing great things, yeah. Um, but like, I I I used to think that you were very. Um, first, at first glance, you don't have anything. Like you don't. Like you can't have anything against you. <laughs> Anyone, because like usually, like, um, as humans, we're a bit judged that way. When we see mm. someone for the first time, I'm like, all right, uh, this guy, we've got to be careful of this guy mm. or this guy's a bit, we judge on first glance, but no negative connotations with you when at first glance. Just seems like a cool bloke. Um, John's also like a, like a, good, a good drifter amongst our groups Ooh. in church. So he, he blends in well. Well, he is a gentleman, so <laughs> he blends in well with uh, a lot of the groups. Oh, that's but nice. Um, at in yeah, in um, what is it? What do you call it? Inland. In inland missions, I think yeah, that's where we did get close. Um, very, very uh, what? Oh, generous, very generous. I think I feel like very lenient, not lenient. What's a what's a better word? Patient, easy going, like easy going. Ah, yeah, ah, right, accepting, right, right, right. accepting, very accepting. Ah, accommodating, yeah, accommodating. Mm. Yeah. I accept you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> nah. But he's a he's a good bloke. You too. Mm. What was your first impression of good man IJ? I think hmm, I do remember getting introduced by Keith mm. uh, to uh, um in front of Seahorse. Sorry, sorry. Can we hold it there for one second? I really feel like we've mentioned Keith's name in every single episode. <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. <laughs> Well, it's probably because first impressions, me being introduced, it's key. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> continue, continue, continue. Favorite, he's a he's a popular guy. He's a popular. Yeah. He's Mr. Popular. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and so I guess that was the first impression. I guess this big guy, um, new face, and it's like exciting. But we didn't really talk, mm. and I guess our first real interaction would mm. be have been at homeless yeah. homeless ministry. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, you, like you, you're. I usually I kind of um uh, is the other one who like asks the questions and mm. starts mm. the questions. But yeah, yeah, I didn't need to do any of that because oh, wow. yeah, like as you would know with this podcast and everything, you're like a natural conversationalist. So oh. yeah, yeah, that's definitely one. Like where oh, oh, it was refreshing for me to just like answer your questions and, <laughs> oh. and like be, yeah be at the back end of that someone's finally giving you some attention <laughs> <laughs> i'm invested in you brother oh thank you thank you might you. accept him but i i'm invested in you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm invested in you. Oof. Oh, amazing uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah my first impression yeah i think uh, well on the day i was introduced to a lot of people so mm. there's just a lot of faces but again i think yeah the first time that i felt like we interacted in properly mm. kind of, or I knew of your presence properly was yeah. At homeless ministry mm. on Tuesday. Shout out people guys Shout help out. out Tuesday night. Tuesday 7 PM. It's where it's at. Mm. Help out. <laughs> <laughs> we can never have uh, enough or too much help. So that's, it's good. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I definitely interact with you. I think my first impression, you know what? I always, so 
I think I felt comfortable with you because you remind me of one of my good friends from my old church. Aye. You guys have like just the same demeanor, the same way in which, I don't know. It's just like, there's something about you that reminds me of one of my friends. And that's yeah. why I felt like I could, I could talk to you. I was like, oh, he reminds me of Tom. He's cool. <laughs> but no, but my first person, you were, yeah, of course. I think similar to what, the similar sentiment to what James said that like, yeah, there is no apprehension or like kind of, thought where where i was just like oh this guy seems like this and this i'm just like oh no he seems like a cool genuine guy and you were very friendly um you know i just remember yeah when we were at homeless ministry we just gone got on with it and just did what we needed to do and had our little chats in between when we had time and yeah and it was just yeah, yeah. really accommodating yeah <laughs> likewise likewise yeah. Mm. Yeah. mutual mutual yeah but yeah um Speaking of, I guess, ministry and, and helping out church, um, how, how has your faith been? I, I guess if you could give us a little bit of testimony, like, um, you know, you grew up in a Christian family or, mm. yeah, how was your background and how did, when was the turning point, I guess, for you to, um, I guess, yeah, accept Jesus and follow mm. Jesus, mm. Jesus more seriously. So how did that look like for you? Uh, yeah, so pretty much like, like we talked about, like, um, I grew up in the church and I think up until like senior high school, uh, I was just a church goer for the sake of going mm. for my parents' um, happiness and mm. also because I have friends there. Mm. So I, I was just going uh, there as like a social thing pretty mm. much. Um, and then I think in like year 12 or year 12, yeah, year 12, um, like I kind of started having, like started thinking yeah, and like I think, um, yeah, I had like a semi-existential crisis kind of thing. Like, oh, is this is this all that my life is going to be? Um, mm. Going through HSC and then um, getting a good data, going to a good uni, mm. getting a good job, getting married, having kids and a dog later <laughs> and then retiring at... 60 and then living the australian g dream yeah, yeah is that it? like i was questioning is that it is that mm, all mm -hmm. there is to life and i guess from that point onwards I, I kind of took it upon myself to investigate christianity a bit further mm -hmm. um and i started praying um i started seeking him more and having having a desire to yeah seek him pretty much and like mm. um as stereotypical as it may sound, like at year 12 church camp, um, yeah, that carried along. And I was like, God, like uh, to me, it was like, oh, it was my last um, shot kind of mm, thing. Like, last, oh, mm. or, or else I'm just going to just mm. not go to church anymore mm -hmm. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, wow. yeah, I, I reached out to God and was like, oh, God, if you're real, show me something. And I remember like all throughout church, I was praying every single moment that I possibly had. Mm. So even when I was in the toilet, I was praying. Mm. That's, I remember, I remember even doing that. Mm. And so it was quite like, I was quite um, urgent about mm. my prayers being answered, but right. nothing was being answered uh, and mm. whatever. Um, and then uh, on the last night, um, an auto call happened. And then, yeah, I think the spirit was moving, moving me to um, come forth and, mm. Yeah, uh, in that moment, I guess what I was feeling was two like very polar opposite but 
consistent things. Mm. It was one one being, um, I am such a sinner. I'm such a dirty rag. But God chooses me uh, mm. and chooses to, um, yeah, bless me with um, his grace. Mm. And so when those two things came together and meshed in, it really kind of... Um, yeah, it was very emotional for me to mm. be able to understand that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I guess from that point onwards, um, God has used me, in, uh, God, God has revealed to me um, many different things in my life. Um, and yeah, one thing, one, one, one example um, would be where my passage comes from, be still and know that I'm God. Mm. Uh, yeah, like there was a phase in my life where I was doing like full-time work, full-time study, serving at church, mm. doing a lot of things. And yeah, I, I was feeling burnt out. Um, mm. And there was one day when I was so burnt out and just like sitting on the edge of my bed and I didn't know what to do. And then God, I, I don't know where this voice came from, but from somewhere I heard be still. Mm. Yeah, mm. from God. Mm. And it it made me um, yeah investigate what what this was all about mm. further, mm. and uh, I came across uh, this verse, wow. Psalm forty six ten. Be wow. still and know that I am God. So, you've said um, you've shared that be like that that verse has been not only recently as well, but like consistently, consistently throughout your. Mm. So mm. even like when you're like going for like job interviews or like when you have like a big event coming up, like yeah, how has that how has that verse sort of like calmed you down or how has it like shifted mm. your mentality mm. to be? I guess similar to uh, how you would feel like you are feeling around like uh, seeing things at a bigger picture and seeing things in this perspective of eternity and kingdom. Mm. Like definitely just being still reflecting on, okay, does this actually matter or why am I doing this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it brings things into perspective a mm. lot I, in those examples you gave, like job interviews or like mm-hmm. big, big things. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, yeah, it's the foundation to how I make decisions. Mm. And yeah, I, bec- I think it's, it's not like the, the best verse for everyone. Right. But I think for me personally mm. and my character mm. um, as a people pleaser and a person who is always do, do, do. Mm. And yes, man, yes, man, yes, yes, mm. yes. I think for me, that verse was really, um, yeah, helpful. Yeah, it seemed like it was really impactful mm. and it really spoke to, I guess, the way you were wired, uh, I get naturally, but God knows how, you know, how to redirect mm. that energy back to him. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, mm. yeah. So, yeah, l- just like that example, God has, like, revealed to me time and time again his goodness and... Mm. Um, reminding me of different things. Um, so yeah, that's that's been my journey. Wow! No, thanks for sharing. Thank you for yeah. sharing. Yeah, no, that sounds like well, it is super encouraging to hear. Um, you know, your encounter, uh, I guess, with God and and how you sought Him out. And it reminds me of uh, Deuteronomy's four twenty nine, where it says, "Seek the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and He will reveal Himself." Mm. And it was pretty clear He revealed Himself to you, and you, mm. and all it took was you to be like, 
earnestly asking, even though you were praying before, but I guess your posture and your heart wasn't out of, out of like in submission to God, but rather it was out of, you know, whatever else it was. Yeah. But when you mm. responded in a way that was like, God, I, I want to, you know, see you. I mm. want to know you. Mm. He responded. And, and I think that's such an encouraging message because I think sometimes we, we don't feel like, that's true or we don't take that seriously but god's word says that and your testimony reflects that and so praise the lord praise the lord, praise praise the lord. ptl 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 yeah. but yeah but speaking of praising the lord and, and knowing the lord um what is another thing that you're i guess passionate about um particularly uh what do you like talking about a lot yeah um <laughs> i like talking about um, Jimmy would attest to this, but a lot of like theological stuff Ooh. and having a lot of theological discussions. And I guess uh, these days I've been like kind of yeah investigating um, a- about theology and mm. uh, kind of refining my own a bit more. So I think lately I've been having uh, I've been refining, but also having a lot of conversations with mm. like my small group and other wow. other brothers mm-hmm. um around me mm. around like theology and um having these discussions so mm. yeah that's that's been one of my interests and passions lately yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. um in terms of like theology like mm. what about it interests interests you like what about it interests you i think because like yeah. in, from my perspective Mm-mm-mm. i don't think like i've ever talked a theology as much as uh, as much as you because you're um maybe it's just like maybe it's just the road trips that we go on <laughs> when we go on in that mission <laughs> maybe like because we, we have next time to each other and then yeah, yeah, yeah have yeah. maybe like it occurs then but mm. I, I haven't talked like theology about like about theology as much as as much as, much as you with anyone else mm. so mm. Well, what a, what about it is like a hmm. yeah i think by nature, I'm a very, very logical person, mm. and I need something to make logical sense before I actually believe it. Mm. Yeah, and I think theology helps me achieve that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, and uh, and also, it really kind of um, emphasizes if if it emphasizes God's goodness and mm. His grace mm. um, after I fully understand the big picture. Mm. Um, I think there is a kind of, for me, I would say a misconception mm-hmm. of like, uh, theology, uh, theology is not necessary. It's, uh, it's about like, uh, how you feel and fellowship and, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, having good, good feelings, good feelings. Vibes, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which is great. Fellowship's good and everything, but I think, um, I think I think where it comes from is maybe like you don't want to seem too f- like like a Pharisee, mm. like knowing too much, mm. but not acting or like uh, yeah that mm. kind of yeah, you know I, yeah. I actually now that you say that it's interesting because I feel like sometimes generally in the church circle it's like a pendulum that swings side to side where you're either too legalistic or or too much into that or you're too on the other side you're too wishy washy and you don't mm. know enough or you don't you don't understand or receive the word well enough so it's like a pendulum that swings and i think like yeah like i think you're feeling the tension or probably you know the opposite side where 
you know people just want to it like be a social thing or be a fellowship thing or like and it's just an emotional thing but really i think it should be a healthy combination of both but yeah it's just uh, just on the other side it's just as important like you said theology to know your god and but yeah but speaking of theology it's such a broad topic and uh, i guess yeah break it down like since you're so passionate about it, would you break it down for us what exactly is theology well yeah i'm not like a professor or anything but from what i know um mm-hmm. we can go we can go as deep as like two hours three hours about <laughs> theology but um pretty much in a nutshell well, well starting with the word itself theology mm-hmm. that's a good place. um mm. yeah I, we can break it out we can break it down into two Mm-hmm. So we've got the ology and then the thea. Mm-hmm. And ology uh, in Greek terms comes from the word logos. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys know, but logos uh, can refer to like word, concept or logic. Mm. And so like something like biology would be the concept word or logic of life. Mm. Or psychology would be the concept word or logic of the mind. Mm. And so in the same way, theology, mm. uh, if you combine theo, which means God, with ology, then it's just the word, concept, or logic of God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that deserved a round of applause. No, that was very clear and concise. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep going. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think... When I first started my journey as theology, I was so confused because there's so many like words that are floating around. There's like systematic, biblical, mm. reformed, mm. Um, and then the different types of theology like, mm. and all. But I, I guess in my mind, how I kind of break it down mm. is, well, theology itself is not just about the study of God and his characters, mm-hmm. but also what he reveals in his holy scriptures. Mm-hmm. So, there are different types of theology within theology as well. Ooh. So um, we could study of Christ would be Christology. Mm. Study of the Holy Spirit is called pneumatology. Study of the wow. future is called eschatology. Whoa. Like there's, you don't need to know. You don't need to know all these terms, but no, but it's helpful. Yeah, to kind of like categorize, hmm. you know, understanding our faith and, and theology. So yeah, yeah, can, yeah, and I guess. Uh, another well another one would be something called theology proper not saying that there's something called theology improper but mm. theology proper is uh, the <laughs> theology of god himself and mm. and um his characters so mm. yeah th- that that all comes under that Im- umbrella term theology mm. and i guess uh in my mind yeah it, so there are different types of theology and then there are like i guess two main methods Mm-hmm. Um, of theology um, mm-hmm. that you guys would have heard before, like biblical and systematic. Mm-hmm. And I guess uh, how I would explain is biblical is just taking the the truths of the Bible, mm-hmm. like as is from the Bible. Mm-hmm. For example, like in Genesis, uh, you know, we we know one of the truths to be God is our creator, mm-hmm. or something like jesus has died for our sins or mm. died on the cross mm. those are just truths from the bible mm. and i guess um on the flip side systematic theology would be like um, a bigger picture approach um mm. to get those biblical truths and like kind of match the puzzles together mm. to kind of uh, find a sort of like idea or system mm. 
like yeah and i guess um i guess it's easier to exa- uh, like use an example to um piece the two together mm-hmm. but um i think this is a big topic that occurs uh, but you know like from a biblical theology standpoint we mm. can be like um so do you guys believe that god is a god who loves Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that that that's that's a biblical truth. What, right? what was it? What was there a pause? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. He's uh, judging us. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Ju- <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but he's a loving God, so that's mm. a biblical truth. Mm-hmm. And then, do you guys also believe that um, God has chosen His elect? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another truth, right? Mm. So that's on a biblical theology layer, mm. where it's just truths mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we're talking from the Bible. Yes, and then now looking at from a layer of systematic theology, it would be like, how would how do you guys piece those two things together? Mm. How how can a loving God only choose some people to be saved? Mm. And that's a systematic theology question. Mm. It's so, yeah, piecing thing thing things at a bigger picture level. Piecing the truths together to kind of answer, or not answer questions, but like for like uh, to make. Topics, I guess, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Big, bigger Either picture resolve concepts. or yeah. come to a place. Yeah, because like, yeah. you know, under that, we're then, for example, would like free will and God's control and sovereignty, mm. would they be, well, they're two opposing ideas. Yes. They're par- it's a paradox in our mind. Like we can't comprehend, like how can we have free will, but God have full control? Mm. Like that doesn't make sense, mm. but. It's a big juicy one. Yeah. yeah. How does, how do you reconcile the two? Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So what, what is that line under is that systematic? So, so the, the two separate will be biblical. using biblical, biblical theology, theology because you're just taking yeah. the truths. Mm-hmm. And then when once you're trying to find a bigger picture concept, right, right, right. that's systematic. And so, uh, that's so you, why a, you then ask the question of how do you reconcile? Ah, okay, I yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm, that's helpful. Systematic mm. is, I guess, like finding a system or like a logic to mm. why yeah, something happens. So usually when talking in systematic theology sense, mm. um, sometimes it's not, directly from the bible it's more like discussions mm. and a bit more conceptual mm. by nature mm. but i guess it's very important to come from a biblical theology right. um like layer fundamental of getting those truths and talking about it conceptually so both need to be in place for theology harmony theology and there's so many other things that we can go into for theology yeah. Um, yeah, so. oh yeah I was going to ask was there something that I guess you recently talked about with someone hmm. and had kind of discussion and did you guys end up resolving it or coming to a conclusion or was it still left you know kind of like you're still on the fence yeah, like, yeah. name one sure if you can. so one, one, of, one of the questions that I, I was like uh posing at people and i posed it in this way on purpose for pe- for pe- so i one of my other missions when doing these theological discussions is trying to break people's um uh, assumptions mm. and status quo right. especially me coming from a church background growing up in the church mm. there's a lot of things that we learn mm-hmm. and just take in yeah without really thinking yeah like true like we just we just do like oh yeah, why why yeah. do we pray why do we do communion like exactly why do exactly. we say amen yeah yeah like yeah. like little things like that mm. we just take in for granted and never really yeah. question it and so in that way when I pose questions I pose it in a way 
in like a devil's advocate kind of way. Yeah, yeah. And so in that way, like one of our discussions recently um, with some of my friends and small group was, did Jesus die for everyone or just for the saved? Yeah. I've, heard, you, I've heard this question before. Yeah. Did you guys want to... Oh, you're right. are, we, are we asking us to give a stab? Okay. Yeah, just, just a stab. Yeah. yeah, no, he died for everyone. Right. In, in the yeah. sense of the invitation for salvation and forgiveness through Christ Jesus is there. Whether someone chooses to respond to it or not is a different, hmm. different answer. Well, different, you know, place to go. But yeah, he died for everyone because anyone can come to Christ. Hmm. Gentile or Jew. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy? My my um my mind went straight to the elect. <laughs> yep. And uh I've heard like different opinions about this as well. But what's your belief? My belief is Christ died. Christ died for the elect. Mm. But that's the thing. We don't know who the elect is. Mm. So how can we like yes, he did Theoretically, yeah, you die for it, like, but we don't know who the elect is. Only God knows. Hmm. So that's why the invitation is open because hmm. we don't know. We, we if we say, <laughs> if we were to say that we, you know, that Jesus died for the elect, it's like as if we know, or no, if, if we say he only. Well, we don't need to know. Only God yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah. But then it just creates this thing where we we're putting ourselves in the same perspective as God, where I just feel like, oh, I don't think that's kind of a wise place or, or a place. I don't think it's wise to put us in that position where we're like on that same level. Mm. But again, yeah, that question is a very sneaky question. It is, it <laughs> is. And I definitely I've heard both ends. And like what I guess what I'm, the answer I give isn't like the, the mm. answer and mm. the be all end all. No. But sure. I guess like the way we talked about mm. it and the conclusion we came down to mm. was like, um, yeah, um, Jesus has come to fulfill um, to fulfill what God has written down in the elect. Mm. Um, but I guess th the way we need to, like the application that comes from that mm. should be not, sh should not be, oh, why, why does Jesus seem stingy? Or like, mm. why, why is God like doing that? But more so, it should be around no one, no one, um, deserved mm. to be saved mm -hmm. because we're all so dirty and sinners mm. but he Point chose to save yeah. me like mm. like and the i guess the application to that theological discussion should be the grace is the the, the value of that grace kind of be be emphasized mm. wow like he chose me he he chose me to you know uh, like even if I'm such a sinner mm -hmm. and and I guess that's the kind of conclusion we came down to mm -hmm. and I guess so I think one thing that uh, we need to be careful mm -hmm. when like talking about these things is mm -hmm. if we're just talking about it just to get our heads big yeah and, like just mm -hmm. to like we'll get just puffed up yeah just puff puff ourselves up then there's no point mm -hmm. of, of talking about these things but mm -hmm. if if it if it comes to a conclusion and an application that um, puts God higher and put ourselves lower. Mm. I think definitely that is a great, great thing mm. and a reason for what 
yeah, a, a big reason for why we should have these discussions yeah, and yeah, yeah. investigate mm. theology. Yeah, that's that's true. I agree. Mm. Mm, I definitely remembered in my old church, there was this one time where I felt like my minister at the time was playing that kind of game, like not yeah. game, but like you know, devil's advocate. But I remember what he did. He intentionally made the Bible study feel uncomfortable because he wouldn't give us the answer, right. and he just made he just made us question whatever we said, whether we were we agreed him or whether we <laughs> didn't. He'd just be like, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" And it was about like He's evil, yeah. But it, but it, the thing is, that discomfort led us. So basically, the sermon series that we're heading into at the time was the Ten Commandments, and mm. then he was questioning us. So guys, do you think the Ten Commandments is important? Mm. And then we're like, "Yeah, sure." Like, Are you sure? Like. Yeah, but, but what about something? So he, we were just like, yeah. yeah, of course, but I don't know. Like, give us the answer. It's like, oh, I don't know. And then it made us listen mm. to the sermon coming up because I was just like, what is it? And then when, wow. when, when the sermon came in, I was just like, I, I told you, I was right. I was right. <laughs> but it, made, it wow. actually made me think. And I think okay. I, I respect that because, mm. like you said, if you ask those questions and make people feel uncomfortable, I feel like people then tune in and hone in on, on, yeah. on deeper thoughts about what they believe in. Uh, I really agree with what you said about like approaching approaching theology with a heart of humility as well mm. because you have to be also willing to accept that your your mindset could be wrong mm. or your mm. your um like in terms of a, the a theological question mm. you might just be um have a different answer that could be wrong so mm. having the heart of humility accept the fact that you might you might be wrong is also a good way to improve uh, to figure out the truth and improve that way 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah and speaking of which like the 10 commandments that you're talking about mm. that kind of reminds me of an, like another kind of big reason uh why i wanted to do theology more mm. because i guess um the 10 commandments i guess um make it reminds me of exodus mm. and um I don't know. Did Pastor Jacob go over Exodus um, when uh, Moses was in um, the mountain and then came down and Mount Sinai? Mount Sinai. A anyways, yeah, it says there, there's, there's in Exodus um, in the later chapters, mm -hmm. it talks about how um, Moses was out up in after after every like they the Israelites were um, free from slavery mm -hmm. from Egypt. Um, Moses was up in Mount Sinai talking uh -huh. to God, and because the uh, the Israelites were getting a bit uh, impatient, yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, this, yep. uh, do Do you guys know what they did? Yeah, they made a they made an idol. They made yeah. a gold, they melted all the gold that they had, made a cup because they got impatient waiting for Moses, and so they started worshiping this yeah. idol instead. Yeah. So, in that way, like, for me, when I saw that, I was like. They are so dumb. <laughs> like they just see, they just saw a Red Sea part ways, and like God, you God, like showing all these different things and being good to them, mm. and then they're worshiping a golden calf. I'm like, what is wrong with these people? Kind mm, of thing at mm, first, mm, mm, mm. but the more and more I kind of thought about it, um, I think it's just um, our human nature. Mm, yeah, our human nature of. Um, Wanting something that is tangible, that is mm. relatable, that mm. is um, exciting. Mm. So they just wanted something to worship, and they they wanted something in front of them that they can like get a hold of. Mm. And so in that way, I think if we don't 
if we don't do theology, mm. we become we become religious mm. rather than be being God centered. And what I mean by that is, mm. I guess, um, what we can what I can see is, as Christians as well as mm. churchgoers, um, I guess religion is just like uh, a a group of people doing like practices and like worshiping mm-hmm. and like um doing rituals or whatever mm-hmm. because there's a lot of religions mm. and so it's just human behavior yeah um and i think even christians themselves can be so focused on doing those human behaviors mm. rather than doing it in a lens of uh, that that is centered around god mm. and so definitely if we don't do theology w- uh, we we te- we will become like those israelites where yeah, we commit idolatry. Even even in our for for me, like I can so see myself um, making ministry an idol. So so in yeah. that like in that connecting that, um, how has theology helped you to say if you since you said you've grown up in a church um, and growing up in the, with that human behavior of religion mm. and like tribalism, mm. how has theology helped you to come c- kind of come out of that and then like kind of see it from a and yeah. better perspective for sure i think the more like i do things more with intention okay so th- the things i do may look the same mm. from when i didn't really do theology but i guess the intent behind it has definitely uh, changed and because of that i do it because i love god because i'm motivated to do it rather than things outside of the love of God mm, or yeah. your love towards God, like mm. obligation, responsibility, mm. Um, mm. just to, to look good in front of other mm. people, mm. pride. Right. Like I think all those things are, I think like, the Ten Commandments, the first two are, um, do not um, have, have any, any gods uh, before me mm. and do not make any idols. Mm. Right. Those are the two, first two. And I guess, yeah, it's the first two because that's just our nature of wanting to do that. Mm. Um, even as Christians in our, like, let's say, serving. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And it sounds like, from what I've heard and from what you shared, it sounds like it's a way in which, I guess, theology is a way that helps stir your affections toward God. Because like you said, you know, the example that you gave us, mm. in the end, your conclusion was, as long as it's a... Um, it's a way in which we realize the grace and humble ourselves before God. And so, yeah, it sounds like there's this, this that's how y- your heart is stirred for God. And it's really encouraging mm. to see that through knowing your God and, and really getting the intention and, and understanding that it stirs your affections and motivations mm. toward doing the things, even though you could do those things without it, mm. you know, but y- yeah, it, it, yeah, you have a conviction. Mm. To for for the truth and yeah. fall and walking through into it, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, that's great. Um, there's a just like what what do you guys define religion as though? Because uh, I'm interested in that topic where how you said it's like a human behavior. Mm. Ever since like yeah, back when um, the Israelites came out of Egypt and they started worshiping this golden this golden image. Mm. Don't you guys find it interesting that it's just human behavior to idolize mm. just so naturally? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and nowadays, like, yeah, we idolize 
we're beginning to idolize, idolize ourselves as well. Yeah. Mm. Through this, mm-hmm. social media. Why do you feel like religion? Because I guess like yeah, religion would be like basing everything, basing everything on an idol, and like would would you say like religion dictates the way you live life? Because mm. it is like a moral according to what religion you believe in. It is like a moral. Um, that's like a more like there's more standards for each religion mm. which you dictate your life off by. Mm. Why do you guys think that humans have such a tendency to move towards religion? Because I I feel like there are so many religions in this world. Even like, even like, would you say atheism would be like a religion itself in itself? Um, it's, yeah. it's it's like a the belief of nothing. Yeah. yeah. No, they have yeah. their own conferences and they have yeah. their own like the way in which Christians have uh-huh. conferences and they get together and uh, yeah. they have their that kind of camaraderie as mm. well. Mm. What um, do you what do you think why do you feel like it's like it's embedded if because I feel like it's embedded in every human being. Yeah. Yeah. Well I well from the top of my head, I reckon it's because obviously we're built to be in relationship with God. And so we have this longing within us. Mm to to be in relationship um with god because that's what we're created to be and so i feel like our souls are searching for something mm. or, or like you know like like the passage i read today ecclesiastes three eleven about how our hearts are made wait let me get this right where <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, as it says yeah he also said eternity in the human hearts mm. so it's just like as if like we're not really meant for this world, but rather meant for mm. for eternity, rather mm. meant for relationship with God in eternity with Him. So I just feel like, yeah, of course people will search for meaning and, and thing. I think I even mentioned in episode one, my, my greatest fear um, is to be left behind and not be seen and not heard. Mm. But if we break down to the complete, like strip everything back, the human soul just mm-hmm. wants to be seen and heard. Mm-hmm. And, o- and God is the one being that will ultimately satisfy that because mm-hmm. and how is to, to Christ but yeah that's that's just mm-hmm. a, l- a little stab yeah. at that question because that's yeah. a that's a big question yeah. but yeah what about you what June? I think John? it's definitely like in reflection of that golden calf story again like I think as humans and just in general like we want something instantaneous something mm. tangible something that a sense of belonging and all that kind of things. And so in times where we cannot feel that from God, we, we try to get it from somewhere else. Mm. And so that's why they made the golden calf because it's tangible, because it it excites them. uh, It's relatable and all, Mm. all, all the the kind of reasons um, when they can't feel God, they, they need something else. Mm -hmm. They need another stimulus. And yeah. So, and I think, stemming off that like i think yes there are other religions in the world that that are i be committing idolatry but definitely like i said like us as christians as mm. churchgoers mm. i feel like can fall into that trap of committing idolatry as well mm. um because yeah even us as christians sometimes don't feel god and kind of want to place our sense of identity and sense of security yeah, even in, in, in i don't know like serving in ministry yeah, in yeah. our friends yeah. um yep. 
yeah and yeah. all that kind of stuff so it's going through the motions yeah, yeah. but I, I i remember in in high school one of the because i went to a christian high school teachers i found it helpful he's like oh christianity is not a religion mm. that's yeah. what he's saying it's like yes. it's not a religion what, yes. what, is, what is it like yes it's a relationship Amen. with the lord oh, jesus christ ptl <laughs> PT, raise the roof yes. PTL. it's yeah. it's funny you mentioned high school because mm. did you guys have studies of religion at high school I did. I went to yeah, biblical studies was yeah, what we, we called did. it. Yeah. yeah. What what faculty faculty did it fall under? Do you remember? Um, HSI. HSI. Human what? sciences. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know, yeah, yeah, we did have studies of religion, but yeah, yeah. but because I went to a Christian school, they made a special yeah. biblical study. Right. One. Right. But I didn't do. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, what were you going to say? Yeah, I guess. My, yeah. So. That's the the way the world portrays. So th- I think this is where I'm getting at mm-hmm. in terms of theology and the importance. Okay. I think the way the world portrays religion, it 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 is underneath human behavior, mm. underneath social science, mm. HSI. It's uh, so there's this. I don't know if you know anth- anthropology. That just means the study of humanity human behaviors, whatever. And underneath that umbrella comes like the social sciences, like psychology, uh, sociology, and HSIA, whatever that is. And so study, and then under that is studies of religion. And so that's the lens at which the world looks at religion. But what theology, so how, uh, one of, well, there was a famous theologian and pastor called R.C. Sproul, and how he puts it was, the world's the, a man-centered approach to faith would be anthropology, the study of humanity, and the underneath would be religion. But a God-centered um, kind of approach to faith would be theology at the top, and then underneath would be anthropology. So what that means is everything, all human behavior and the study of human behavior should be done in light. Mm. in light of theology in light mm. of god mm. and and so that's why i think it's a bit different for your school mm. because i think the difference between a christian school and a non-christian school is a non-christian school just says even if they if they had the studies of christianity it will be just under social sciences or yeah, human yeah, behavior yeah, yeah. but for a christian school what it is it's learning about like human behavior, let's say you had social, let's mm. say you had social science, it will be learning about those human behaviors and things under being underneath mm. um, the lens of God. Yeah. Yeah. Underneath yeah, yeah. the understanding that God created mm. the earth kind of thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, under God's creation. Like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that that is the kind of reason why we need to continuously do theology mm. because it helps us to view the world. We it's our whole worldview mm. that changes into one that is God God centered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. It's hard because yeah, we're we're, we're constantly bombarded by secular ideology, mm. and so yeah, we have to. It's just like we ha- we can't submit to that, but remember it, like you said, in light of God mm. and, and His ideology, theology, and stuff like that. So mm. yeah, it's just a hard thing to remember in the midst of everything that we experience yeah for sure yeah i I definitely agree um yeah you can't you can't make sense of creation 
through creation like yeah you have to go back to the creator i, I really oh I yes really believe that. yes there's there's that famous quote like oh, oh i forgot it now <laughs> i just lost it something about uh we we tend to um worship the cre- cre- creatures rather than the creator mm, yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah no yeah, I've, yeah. I've heard that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um yeah True. but i feel like yeah that is that is the world that we live in we view the or the world the world views through a kind of science science lens mm. um i'm not i'm not too entirely sure about the overlap between science and god mm. that yeah that gets confusing but um Solid, um, solid conversation mm. about theology. Mm. Where, mm. Where, do you do this in your spare time, by the way? Like, do you oh, just well, yeah, I can't do it at work. <laughs> <laughs> when else would I gonna do this? So, like, lying on your bed, you're just um, on your phone. Like, what is theology? <laughs> oh well, yeah, I've been, I guess, going deeper and deeper in my theology. Mm. I, I don't look at just one. Uh, I guess what I look at is a lot of. Uh, commentary and podcasts mm. and youtube videos mm. because I, i'm interested in like systematic so it's not mm. like yeah yeah so just There's a lot of questions in <laughs> yeah mm. so just going through the, the fundamentals and then going into detail yeah yeah, yeah. I can, I'd, I'd imagine that there'd be a lot of interesting i guess conversation and content that comes out of that very <laughs> very and like it's all it's all kind of like the controver- controversial questions kind of like the questions that you like you get asked during work as well like um oh, by non-christians yeah like yeah, like, yeah. The, like the number one question that i've been asked during work is like what do you, what's what are your views on abortion mm. all things like that mm. yeah um i don't know i already know my view but anyway <laughs> and how like yeah. and it gets like kind of deeper to like if you knew that your unborn like not yet born child was going to have some sort of disease mm. but you know prior to birth that you could cure this disease this disease through like good technology that we have available mm. would you um interfere i'm not that's not a good word would you um would you help the baby with this um or would you just say step back and say this is not this if this is god's will for my life then so be it mm. like yeah. let this kid have the disease yeah yeah and step back okay. in mm. yeah is, is that that's what they the question that they asked yeah, yeah. well you yeah. can get yeah you can, you can kind of like um create scenarios but those are the sort of questions that i like i do get asked and oh, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's hard hey. it's interesting mm. how to answer as well do you think it's do you think this podcast will just get too political if we talk about <laughs> abortion right now uh i i guess the the application that comes from there is you have to be on the systematic theology lens where you're grabbing truth from the bible mm. to formulate your opinion about mm. whatever uh, controversial social issue you, you guys are talking about mm. yeah so no i think that's a great breakdown of what mm. systematic theology is mm. yeah you know and how that can be helpful in speaking to social issues no, mm. that's great yeah well i would i would say i wouldn't know enough at this moment uh-huh. <laughs> until uh-huh. i i grab the truth uh-huh. to formulate yeah yeah but it's it's good to know that you're also, like you're interested in these these type of things. Um, yeah, it's, a it li- it's like a lifelong it's like a lifelong course you're doing almost. Like it's, like <laughs> a, it's a lifelong university course that you're doing. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Just out of interest. No, but I also, it's just it just paints a beautiful picture of our church and how vast and different each member is and how God created everyone differently, but uniquely um, in his image kind of thing. And so it's just great to see people like yourself or people like Chan or people like Keith or people like Daniel, like everyone is mm. from different walks of life, but mm. we're all united. Yep. Christ amen, amen. and we're a part of the same body of Christ and I just feel like that's really cool that yeah. this podcast and our conversations h- highlight that so in terms of like a practical aspect what's what's next what's the next step for Mr. John Lee Mr. John Lee what's the next step looking like next step yeah. what do you mean next step like with this theology thing not in yeah like in regards to like theology and yeah. what's What's, what are you aiming at? What are your eyes directing at? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I guess definitely continuing to stir those conversations up with mm. my brothers or, like, the people around me. Um, if God willing, uh, like, maybe potentially leading a small group next year. Mm, wow. Yeah. Um, and, like, is that, like, a three-year, like, a three-year course, like, a three-year um vision Plan. that you have trajectory. Oh, I, I don't have like y- how many years but yeah like as in like i would like to uh-huh uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. wow no continue yeah, yeah. no that's really i reckon you'd be a great leader <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> you asking thank the the hard questions <laughs> in a loving gracious way of course yeah. <laughs> but yeah no that's that's it's always important to reflect yeah. on those things but definitely i think one thing that i need i need to continually remind myself is that humility and the humbleness because yeah it's so easy to fall in that trap of oh look at me mm. <laughs> i'm theology man <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> my head's so big yeah so just continually rem- reminding myself why i'm doing what i'm doing mm. i think is yeah very key other than that yeah do you have anything else to share no any other no. questions Mm. um no i think that was it but um yeah yeah thanks for thanks for coming no thanks for having me i think this platform and this this thing that you guys are doing it's very encouraging and i think yeah if your mission and your vision for this podcast and what you guys are doing will it will is definitely going to help the church and get to know each other and but also like yeah talk about these interesting topics so mm. yeah thank you um for facilitating yeah. um yeah thanks for sharing yes but let's give you another round of applause praise to god praise, praise to, god. to god praise yeah. the lord all glory be to god mm. but yeah thanks for coming really appreciate that you made the time because i know um last time tried to get you but you were really busy at yeah. work so i'm glad that it's Sorry a bit calm that. yeah calm yeah. down now that you're able to join us yeah. but uh i don't even think we have another guest yeah. kind of lined up not, yeah not prepared not, not prepared. so we can't make any Im- oh, imitation damn it, <laughs> damn it. I was oh, yeah, ready. Well, <laughs> yeah what was your fr- fr- uh, well how how did john uh david chan's oh, impression think, of you yeah i think that's pretty accurate <laughs> like like that's my go-to like yeah. oh how's it going yeah and then insert name yeah, yeah. but like yours was pretty funny as well because <laughs> i i do that a lot where it's like 
like, I, I wait for Because <laughs> I'm such a, by nature, I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> so I have to be like, oh, is this guy laughing? It's like, <laughs> kind of thing. So, yeah. I'd like to think that's really pleasantly polite of you <laughs> to wait for them to act. Okay. Yeah. No. Is Very accurate. Very good. Thank you very much. Mm. Is, there, is there anyone you want to give a shout out to before we go? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not in particular. Okay. But, uh, okay. You know who you are. <laughs> oh. shout, out, shout out to you know who you are. <laughs> oh. Oh. Let's oh. go. Yeah, this man of mystery right there. Mm. But you've been listening to the King's Army podcast with your host, IJ. James and John. Till next time, God bless and stay classy. Bye.